0: You're listening to SBS News. Packed into the narrow streets of the Daisha refugee camp just south of Bethlehem in the West Bank, hundreds of mourners are attending a funeral procession. As the procession moves, teenage boys stick posters on the walls, displaying the face of a 15-year-old Palestinian boy shot dead by Israeli troops. The army said troops fired on Palestinians who threw rocks and fire bombs at them, which resulted in Adam's death. Kissing one of the posters and holding it close to her chest is Wafa Ayad, the mother of Adam Ayad. Okay, He used to tell me that he wants to die and become a martyr. And I would ask him why and tell him that I do not have anyone else but him. He used to say that all martyrs who die were the only child to their parents. And I would say that I do not have anyone in life but him. I would ask him, is he going to free Palestine this way? He replied and says that he will die for his homeland. I would tell him to stop saying this. His body was carried through the street by the crowd, with many carrying the flags of the Popular Front for the Liberation of Palestine, classified by Israel and its Western allies as a terror group. Just five kilometres away, as Adam's funeral was taking place, Israel's new far-right minister for national security, Itamar Ben-Gavir, made a visit to one of the most hotly contested religious sites in the world. For 15 minutes, Mr Ben-Gavir walked around Al-Haram al-Sharif, known to Jews as the Temple Mount. Israeli officials say that he complied with an arrangement to allow non-Muslims to visit the site but not pray. In a video recording, Mr Ben-Gavir is seen walking with a mosque in the background, surrounded by security. The government of Israel will not surrender to an organisation of killers, to a vile terrorist organisation. The Temple Mount is the most important place to the people of Israel. The Temple Mount is open to all. Muslims and Christians come up here, and yes, also Jews. In a government I'm a member of, there will be no discrimination, and Jews will come up to visit the Temple Mount. We made it clear to Amas that we aren't surrendering, we aren't capitulating, we aren't flinching. The visit passed without but with the surge of violence in the West Bank, the response to this development has been fierce. According to a statement published by the Palestinian Wafa News Agency, the territory's president said he would seek a UN Security Council condemnation of the visit. The United Arab Emirates and China have reportedly asked the Security Council to meet publicly to discuss the issue. Palestinian Prime Minister Mohammad Sataya said the visit was a clear sign. The far right politician, who holds a central position in the new government, wanted to change the status quo. <laughs> The storming of Al-Aqsa Mosque by the Israeli minister Ben-Gavir today is a dangerous challenge to the Palestinian people. We call on all our people to confront this raid that aims to turn the shrine into a Jewish temple. This is a violation against all norms, values, agreements, international laws and Israel's commitment to the United States. In an apparent effort to cool the situation, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's office said the government was fully committed to the decades old status quo, which allowed only Muslim worship in the compound. But Sheikh Ekram Sabri, the imam of the Al Aqsa Mosque, said the minister's visit contradicted Israel's attempts to improve cooperation with Arab states. I expect in the year 2023 that things will get hot, much more so than this previous year. For these tensions, we place the responsibility on the shoulders of the Israeli government. If Muslims rise up, this pressure will generate an explosion. The people won't be silenced about these transgressions. Palestinian Islamist group Hamas rejects coexistence with Israel and controls the Gaza Strip. Spokesman Hazem Qasem said a continuation of this behaviour would raise the likelihood of violent clashes. The extremist minister Ben-Gavir's storming of the Al-Aqsa Mosque compound this morning is a crime that comes in the context of the occupation's continued aggression against the city of Jerusalem and Al-Aqsa Mosque. This provocative behaviour will open the door wide for real waves of escalation which will have repercussions for the entire region. The leader of Lebanon's Hezbollah, Hassan Nasrallah, warned of a second war in the region, along with the Russia-Ukraine war, if what he called the crazy extremists were not stopped. I would like to add the voice of the resistance in Lebanon to the voice of Palestinian factions. To say that the infringement of the mosque as well as Islamic and Christian holy places in Jerusalem by the Zionists will not only blow up the situation in Palestine but might blow up the region. Our people will not tolerate an aggression at this level by those crazy people against Islamic and Christian holy places. Egypt and the United Arab Emirates are among the few Arab states to have recognised Israel, but they, alongside Saudi Arabia, condemned Ben-Gavir's visit. Turkey has also condemned the visit as provocative. Israel's biggest ally, the United States, would not be drawn into criticising the minister directly. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre simply saying the US supported the status quo. The United States stands firmly uh, and we've been very clear uh, for uh, preservation of the status quo uh, with respect to the holy sites in Jerusalem. Any unilateral action uh, that jeopardizes the status quo is unacceptable and we will continue to be uh, steadfast on that and be very clear on that. With al-Haram al-Sharif a symbol for Palestinian hopes of securing its own state, that goal looks as remote as ever following the visit by Mr Ben Gavir. Ty Sokhuysi, SBS News.